The Okie Geek Podcast is brought to you by Okie Comics, an anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Got Games in Dell City, Green Bambino, Paseo Plunge, and My Chic Geek in Oklahoma City, and Waving Wheat Bakery and Bistro in Norman, as well as your favorite comic book store and nearest library. You can find out more locations and more information at okiecomics.com. Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 242 of the Okie Geek podcast brought to you by Okie Comics. I'm Michael Cross. Our friends at Okie Comics are spinning off to form a new publishing house, joining us to talk about it. Our friends of the show, Tanner Fuerborn, Jeff Provine, and Tyler Tarleton. Guys, welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks for having us. So tell us about this new publishing house, what you guys are doing. Well, it's Tanner's thing dream so so tell us where it starts yeah so it started when i was about 10 years old Mm -hmm. um i started making comic books and i noticed that all these comic book companies had little names on their comics so i decided Mm -hmm. to give one of my own and new star comics became a thing because i wanted to introduce new stars into the comic world Hmm. little 10 year old me new star so new star star comics where are you guys going to be doing this um probably going to be from our homes currently yeah (laughs) until we the old Image Studios. Yep, yeah. Image Studios, and we're going to be hopefully getting into some whatever shops will take us. Where it, you, you said you've been into this since you were a child, but I'm guessing it's more recent situations have, have led to this. Yes. Um, my more um, experience making comics have made me realize that I can do this a lot more. So I want to start doing a lot more and giving more people the opportunity to get their comics out there, a lot like how Oki Comics did it. Absolutely. That's always been our, our, our thing is we want to showcase what we can do as artists and talent here in Oklahoma, uh, which everything just kind of came together on it. Um, mm-hmm. So Tanner's had these ideas that got molded into the boomers. Uh, mm-hmm. And then Tyler's written some scripts for us for Okie Comics and put two and two together. And now we got a powerhouse team. Tyler, what do you want to bring to this? Um, I don't know. Just uh, as I write, I, I I've always liked comics and mm-hmm. wanted to do something with comics, but I can't draw worth a lick. Mm-hmm. And you and me both. Yeah. I understand that completely. <laughs> so, um, and I, I like writing everything. So mm-hmm. I wanted to write comics and how it actually started is that I was writing a middle grade novel and I needed a, a cover and I saw that Tanner did commissions. So I had him, uh, he drew the cover for the first two books I uh, wrote of those. And then, uh, later on, he came to me, asked me if I wanted to write some of his stuff, and, and then here we are. That's wonderful. And Jeff, is this kind of really what you were hoping for when you started Oki Comics, that something like this would be able to to showcase new talent? Absolutely, yeah. This is the dream. Just everybody, instead of being these isolated folks, you know, some people can write, some people can mm-hmm. draw, uh, but putting us all together, we can produce so much more, right? The, the greater than the sum of our parts. And Tanner, I love, of course, I love the Boomers. Uh, will Thank we you. still see them in some kind of new publishing, or will they stay with Okie Comics? How's that going to work? So we are actually relaunching as the Mighty Boomers. It'll mm-hmm. be a whole new continuity. Everything from the beginning, we'll see more origin stories. It'll be more of a jumping on point, because we did the Boomers online, mm-hmm. and I don't mm-hmm. expect people in the comic book stores to have been on OkieComics.com, and only to have been on Okie Comics, but to read all seven issues of the Boomers. Mm-hmm. So I want to make it kind of a reboot 
where a lot of stuff will be the same, but a bunch of stuff's going to be different too. Mm-hmm. So not be reading the same issues over again. What are, what are some of the things, things same? What are some of the same for fans? What would they still be seeing? Um, so the core team is the same: Thunderbolt, Scissor Tail, Roadrunner, Brickton, and Spirit. Uh, she comes in a little sooner than she did the other ones. Um, a lot of the villains are coming back, but we do have new villains like Multiguy and a bunch of other ones that I can't think of all the top of my head. Dust Bowl, Dust Bowl, Dust Bowl, uh, Jetstream. Yeah, just a ton of them. I think Dust Bowl would probably be the best enemy for Oklahoma that you yeah. could ever come up with. Yeah. I mean, dust powers seem pretty pretty weird until you start looking at where dust is mm-hmm. everywhere. And, I mean, once he starts blackening the sky, that's, yeah. that's some pretty, pretty good mm-hmm. stuff. And that's a, that's a generational memory that I think that every Oklahoman yeah. <laughs> has uh, from, from being, you know, we're, we're being raised on the Grapes of Wrath and, and, and knowing what the dust did to this state. Yeah. So you've got uh, what are you? Are you going to be? Are these going to be physical publications or online? They will be physical publications. Okay. So you have to go in stores to get them. Okay. How are we going to do this? Um, so we were discussing. Jeff and I met up earlier this week about doing investors, mm-hmm. and then we remember that Patreon is a thing. Yeah. So we're probably going to be doing. We're going to be doing a Kickstarter for the first premiere issues of mm-hmm. Boomers and Garbage Man, mm-hmm. and then we will kind of push it off onto a Patreon kind of thing and. The comic, the money the comics make will also go back into it. So, talk to me about Garbage Man. Oh, Garbage Man takes up 90% of my brain rent free. Um, so, the story of Garbage Man is he is a homeless man who gets tired of seeing the injustice done to the lower class and how the police and other superheroes tend to overlook what happens on the streets. So, he decides to don a trash sack and some cobbled together armor and goes out to defend the defenseless. Tyler, will you be writing much of this? Yes. It, okay, yes. tell me about, tell, tell me the, where, where this came from. Oh, well, it was... Uh, well, Tanner, I mean, obviously yeah, this is... Idea. But I mean, once then, you started putting this together. Um, wanted to try to, you know, not just have the action and the fights, but kind of show from his perspective. The life on the streets, the struggles, and the struggles, yeah. and how they um, have to find food, shelter, all these sorts of things, and so he's trying to do, he's trying to protect people, but at the same time, he's having to deal with all this sort of thing. You have all these other superheroes that you know, yeah, they're rich or whatever, and they go back to their nice house or whatever. But he's got to deal with all these real world issues, and we've just been trying to point out that those things as we go through the comic, we kind of have his his thoughts. Uh, as a voiceover, mm-hmm. if you will, kind of talking about how people will try to help, and sometimes they're just trying to help to make themselves feel better, right? And that sort of thing. Um, to just show that perspective from from his side of things, and from those that, that live on the street. Uh, homelessness is a very real issue in mm-hmm. the state of Oklahoma, especially in Oklahoma City, uh, yes, that most sir. people don't don't think about. So, was that important for you to, yes. to bring that in? Yeah, I think we had the conversation early on. Is I want the comic to make you see homeless people differently. Mm-hmm. I think there was a thing, and it was an issue of Doctor Strange. I read, I can't tell you what, what story arc it was, where he talked about how when he's up in the, the astral plane fighting people physically, he's, he's stumbling around mumbling. And he said, next time you see a homeless person or a crazy person, they could be saving your reality. So I kind of want to mm-hmm. have that of yeah. when you drive down the street, that person could be a vigilante fighting for you in the night. Mm-hmm. 
And so to bring kind of the, the plight of the homelessness, but also to kind of make them realize that they are just, they are people too, <laughs> which unfortunately we tend to forget in our society. Yeah. We're working on an issue currently, which I think is four, which kind of dates, kind of reverses time a bit to show how he was before he was homeless, what led up to it, and kind of the life that he had, that he was a human being, and that he still is a human being. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You said you're going to try and start us out on Kickstarter. Do you have a date uh, possible? July 24th, coming up. Oh, God. wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah. uh, uh, I got to think about, wow, that dude. Put in a new screen here for me. That's brand new. That's twenty uh, fourth. So we're going to be putting this out on. This is on the nineteenth that we're recording this, or this eighteenth recording. Nineteenth, we'll be putting this out. Mm -hmm. uh, so by this Friday, is that right? Is uh, that Saturday, right? Saturday. Time for New World. Yep. Okay. Just ah, World just in time for New World Comics. Are you guys going to be in New World Comics? Yes, hoping to. Yeah. Garbage Man may make an appearance at New World Comic at oh, New World Comic Con. So. That's awesome. And uh, has has there been since you started Oki Comics? What was it five years ago? Six years ago? Yeah, Twenty seventeen. Yeah. Okay. So over the past four years, have you watched a, more of an interest in people wanting to create comics? Yeah. Once people see that it can be done, mm -hmm. um, it really just kind of gets people to moving. Um, I've had lots of folks who've done one-shot comics that never would have done anything beforehand. They're like, what What do I do? And I'm like, well, I have scripts. What do you want to do? What, mm -hmm. what can we throw out there? So for the folks who are artists, and then other folks are like, well, I, I can write. I've always right. wanted to write a comic book, and um, but I don't know anybody who could draw it. And well, I, I know folks who might be interested mm -hmm. in that genre. So put, yeah, and put yeah even before I uh, met up with Tanner, I had, uh, read you know read the magazine oh comics and saw that you could submit as a writer because then oh i could submit that way because then that way someone else would find the artist um so i did a, a couple of that way um, so what else have, uh, tyler what, what else have you done as far as writing um well i've uh there's one that's in Oki comics the halloween mm -hmm. anthology mm -hmm. they had about the byron's liquor store mm -hmm. how back they had a machine gun turret on it back mm -hmm. in the the 50s which my my grandpa worked downtown and he told me that story way oh, back awesome. when and i didn't i uh, didn't really believe him <laughs> until i saw actually looked it up like oh this was a real thing and so i thought you know what if the the machine gun up there was not for other bootleggers or whatever but was for some sort of monsters right so mm -hmm. my brother again said that that was his favorite comic ever mm -hmm. so that is the halloween issue that so, we did. specifically that story yeah, that's, oh yeah. that's wow that's great so, yeah just Defending Cthulhu from Byron's, which yeah, you know, it feels right. Yep. that just it feels so right. That's great. And you've got uh, the Kickstarter starting this Saturday. How, what are you looking for? What's your goal? Uh, what did we decide on? Uh, we're focusing on about 150, so okay. not not too steep. No. Yeah, but mainly just to get those first two issues going. So we're mm -hmm. going to have uh, the basic tiers of get an issue, Boomers, Mighty Boomers number one, or Garbage Man number one, or both. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then, of course, lots of add-ons. So do uh, we were talking about doing an art book, uh, stickers, prints are always a lot of fun. Get the, the full-size cover blown up, uh, hang it on your wall, put it in your art collection. which is Because they are beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And how is it going to run the full 28, or is it going to be more of a zine seven-day? How long are we going to run the Kickstarter for? Uh, we'll probably go about three weeks. That seems okay. to be about a sweet spot for mm -hmm. Kickstarters. Okay, because a lot of times I see these zines on there. That, 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 you know, they, a lot of comic books and a lot of uh, short pieces that really do really well because people are like, well, I can, I can put a little bit of money mm -hmm. to this because it's something I care about. Um, is that pretty much what you're hoping for here? Yeah. So I think we have 
set currently 30 issues of each. Mm -hmm. So if you want to see it continue, yeah, let's do it. And I, and I don't know if we mentioned it before, but the Garbage Man and the Boomers, it's the same world, mm -hmm. same universe. Media, so uh, you're reading uh, Garbage Man, maybe in the background, you see something that occurs in one of the other Boomer mm -hmm. issues. And then they'll cross over it at some point. Yeah, our big thing has been brands too, where the brands will kind of cross over in between the two. So you'll see billboards for one thing that are part of another, and then a billboard that has nothing with Garbage Man is big to the Boomers. And yeah, yeah. And for those, uh, just in case, I forgot to ask. For those who don't know, talk to us about the Boomers. What what is that? The Boomers is about a team of Oklahoma-based superheroes. Uh, the kind of the way that we've restructured it, they're kind of. Um, individual vigilantes that decide, hey, we should probably just work together. Mm -hmm. And so it'll be, I think we've been talking about hopefully bi-monthly, so every two months having an issue come out. And the boomers will kind of follow the story of them going from vigilantes to superheroes. Mm -hmm. And Garbage Man, I think, will follow more of a, has a more of a serialized structure where he's on a mission that'll take 10 issues to complete. And so each issue will get a little bit closer to the big bad behind everything. Have you had other thoughts about other uh, stories you wanted to Oh, man. <laughs> I'm sure Tyler and Jeff have heard so many, and they're so tired of it. <laughs> yes, I do. We, um, we have other superheroes that we could do. The Strangers, which is a, a team of cryptids and monsters that hunt mm -hmm. monsters for the government. Very Hellboy-esque. Mm -hmm. Uh, we've been working on a... Now, would that also be Oki-centric? Yeah. I mean, as far as, like, Bigfoot and uh, would it get a jackalope or what, what kind of... I think the Strangers would be more trotty, where they trot more across the United States, but they could very easily be based in Oklahoma. Okay, yeah. Um, so. We've often been working on a script for a kind of space odyssey, which I think would be a lot of fun, called Phoenix Armstrong. Mm -hmm. um, and then just a lot of stuff. We could be spinning off. We introduce a, a vigilante and garbage man that could very well have his own... Mm -hmm spin off and again if anyone else has characters that they'd like to try to to do we'd love to hear them too mm -hmm. yeah because this is amazing that we can actually get together and start writing these stories mm -hmm. whereas used to be you want to do stories like this you had to go pitch them to the the big two yeah oh yeah uh, and yeah. not here in oklahoma for yeah. sure yeah technology um which like we've always said for Oki comics you know that it's what made it possible is getting these smaller print runs but even over these past few years, technology and businesses improved to where you can get just really like 20 comic print run for a reasonable price yeah. per issue, uh, which, I mean, 10 years ago, somebody would have told me that. And I'd, I'd ask for other things I want to know about 2021. <laughs> yeah. How are things then? Well, maybe <laughs> I don't we don't talk know. about yeah. that. Yeah. So, but printing's really cool. 2020, don't go in there. It's, it's <laughs> not worth it. Because it seems like you used to have to have like an entire room worth of a printer just yeah. to print comic oh, books. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And so, now you can do it so easily. And the number of people you had to have mm -hmm. to, mm -hmm. to put this together has been reduced yeah. dramatically. Like pencilists, and then you had to have an inker, and then mm -hmm. a colorer, and then a bubble person, and then the typer. And yeah, it was just a. Yeah, now I we mean, do all of it, and I'm just stressed. Yeah, they had. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, legitimate factories back in the 1930s, mm -hmm. like just churning out superheroes, cash in while they could. and. And now, you know, I mean, zines, of course, in the 70s, mm -hmm. 80s, could Xerox them and just get them, kind of hand them to people. But now we've got the internet. So mm -hmm. find the niche of people who like local superheroes and um, keep doling it. I mean, Patreon, that didn't exist a few years ago, right. too. So yeah. just this automatic uh, subscription rate. You don't have to keep your call sheet and 
mail those things out like Dave Sim used to do with Cerebus back in the day in his, his warehouse yeah. office. Yeah. So have computers helped out with like being able to lay out and so you can just print uh, rather than, rather than well, I mean, the primary reason you had to have big, huge factories is because you had to actually create right. these blocks of, for the printing press. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I mean, back, back then you had the big um, like four foot by f- six foot drawing tables right. pent up so you could draw those and then those get photographed and put down. And now, I mean, if you have, well, it used to be if you had Adobe Photoshop or Fo- mm-hmm. Adobe Illustrator, you could do that. But now there's so many free apps or, mm-hmm. or nearly free. Uh, what, do you, what do you use? Um, I was using Sketchbook on the app store, but that crashed. I lost all of my work. Oh no. Luckily I had it all sent to them already. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can't think of what I'm using currently. It's like a, I think I use more of a, I'm working with a manga software. Oh really? So something that actually IBS, is designed for it? Yeah. IBS, IBIS Paint X is what I'm using currently. Huh. And so basically you're able to draw on there and mm-hmm. then once you do that, it's like, okay, that's, that's the, the block I've got for that Yep. Mm-hmm. and get that sent in so that once you put these all together, then you can format yeah. it however you need. Yeah. And so. this, uh, this software is a lot better than mm-hmm. what I was using. It has a lot more tools to help. I can do fonts, which is great. Mm-hmm. I can finally print with Comic Sans. It's going to be great. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> the one that belongs there, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so, uh, so what's going to happen then with Okie Comics? Uh, we are going to see. Um, um, my wife graduated library school, so congrats to her. And she's sending out jobs all over. So um, we'll have to find out what's going on in my life in the next few months and then translate that into Okie Comics. Are you still at OU? So, uh, well, I'm a professor of English over at OCCC. And oh, also, were you at OU? I do. Yeah, I do my okay. uh, history I, of comics class there. Yeah, okay, I knew so, there was something in OU. Oh, yeah, yeah. Andrew, is that planned for this fall as well? Yes, we're, okay. we're going strong, getting started in October. Which, to put on my professor hat for a minute, just kind of this uh, transition seeing from the early days of the boomers, where it was very golden age, silver age, just guys showing up and foiling a, a bank robbery. Like, like, here's their cool power. Isn't that cool? Mm-hmm. Uh, which is awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. But then we've kind of developed into more bronze age of, well, who are these guys? And we get uh, backstories with... Um, Roadrunner using his powers for not so good and and why and what what's all going on behind that and mm-hmm. team dynamics of struggles and uh Brickton really always been a favorite of mine because he's kind of a, a big indestructible goofball right. but like his backstory is really tragic with his mm-hmm. father like Frankenstein creator character just just a jerk mm-hmm. yeah and um really gives a whole nother level to it. Yeah, and then the question of where do you keep this giant brick monster? That's true, not right? Fire. Yeah, like, like the backstory, because yeah. it's not just, oh, we'll go back to our water tower secret hideout, but like, I don't know, I'm seven feet tall and break everything I sit on. So. Whose house is you destroying this week? That's right. Yeah, he yeah, ends up with the guy that has the house instead of the guy that has the apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not good for the guy with the house. Yeah. So you, so you said that Okie Comics, though, is still going to be... Whatever form, it's still um, still always happy to do online publications for new artists, get some work out there and get some uh, things in your portfolio as well as lines for your CV. Uh, And then on top of that, hopefully we've got fingers crossed to do another um, our own Kickstarter sometime. Mm -hmm. Want to do different themed ones uh, like Oklahoma Explorers talk about the dragoons and the astronauts and uh, maybe some fanciful stuff, too. It's hard to think, and we've talked about it so many times, that, that Oklahoma has such a rich history. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people, I think, kind of put it to the side because it's a short history. Yeah, but, but, but when you start looking at it, I mean, the Spiro Mounds out eastern Oklahoma, we don't think of them too often, but that was the economic center of North America a thousand years ago. Like, 
like for hundreds of years, they had trading routes that went up at least to the Great Lakes and down to the Yucatan Peninsula. Mm-hmm. So we are an interesting area, that's for sure. Yeah, and of course, uh, more uh, native tribes than uh, any other state. Mm-hmm. Oh, for so. sure. Yep. Yeah, and uh, the only place to ever have land runs. Right. Yeah. Not necessarily a good idea, but it's an exciting idea. So <laughs> yeah. they they switch to lotteries pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, so. Where, when you when you decided to do a Patreon, where will people find uh, your Patreon? Do you have a Do you have a site yet or uh, not yet? Okay. It's, we're still getting the financial stuff set out. Mm-hmm. But what do you have any ideas about what people might be able to get through your Patreon? Um, not quite. Okay. So the the Patreon was an idea I had on the car ride over when I remembered, hey, <laughs> that's a way to get that um, is. Mm-hmm. investors because we had a legit investors meeting at uh, where were we at? DZ, uh, the oh, back of yeah. DZ Comics. Like, how do more. we get investors and how do we find these people? Yeah, we can do it online. So I'll make sure we'll post an update with it here pretty soon. Where can people find more information? Uh, New Star Comics Art and More on Facebook. Okay. is I keep it pretty updated. Um, Instagram as well at New Star Comics. I don't update there as much, but the Facebook page definitely I update. And there's fan art. There's concept art and there's sometimes panels you can see and pages and old stuff see how much i've changed stuff over the years so new star comics are you excited i'm very excited <laughs> so my goal with it way back in the day and i've i told jeff i've had this in my my mission statement i'm had since i was 10 so this is not to to go at dc or marvel i have no beef with them right. i love them both but you can reboot spider-man as many times as you want and uncle ben's always going to die green mm-hmm. goblin's always going to be norman osborn and spider-man's always going to be with mary jane we know this right my goal is to tell stories that we don't know the ending of, mm-hmm. to introduce new stars into the superhero world, stories that haven't been told yet by people who haven't got to tell stories yet. Yeah. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do want to ask, uh, before we leave, about ghost tours. How are we doing on that? Are those coming back? Are you still doing They are right? back, yeah. We did a okay. trial run uh, in June, and mm-hmm. we are back fully going in Oklahoma City and Norman. Uh, we've got a Norman tour coming up on the evening of the 24th and then uh, Oklahoma City tour on the evening of the 31st. Okay. So uh, check it out at jeffprovine.com or facebook.com slash author Jeff Provine, as well as the new uh, Haunted Oklahoma, which just came out last week. Uh, it is uh, from Globe Pequot. Uh, they asked me to put together statewide stories. Mm-hmm. So we've got um, uh, four, over four dozen tales of spooky things dating back as far back as the Spiral Mounds, uh, up to new stories about the Skirvin Hotel. Oh, uh, good. And lots of stuff that people may not have heard of, like the Atherton Hotel up at uh, OSU. Mm-hmm. They have some interesting spooky things going on. Or the Wolfman of Lawton, uh, mm-hmm. and how that ties into a lot of a lot of questions of the police said, oh, it was just some kids in a mask. But when they got the mask, the guy said, that's not what I saw. So. Wow. And when you, when you see these, when, when you study these, is it just kind of going to the library, or do you actually go and talk to witnesses? How do you find out about these, these kinds of, how, uh, do you, how do you flesh out these stories? Right, as many ways as possible. Uh, I, I had planned a statewide road trip. I was going to make three loops. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> that was my plan in February of 2020. And it immediately oh, changed. So <laughs> February 2020. So, we were so naive back then. <laughs> uh, but uh, phone interviews, dozens and dozens and dozens of phone interviews. Uh, newspaper archives, digging back and seeing what things, uh, going up to the History Center when it reopened. Got a good chance to go back and read uh, what happened to the Fairview Phantom. Uh, mm-hmm. In 1911, there was a, a, a figure in black that just kept showing up in people's houses and walking down the street in Fairview, terrified him for months, and then just disappeared. 
Uh, and that was the end of the Oklahoma story, but I managed to dig through enough newspapers. It started doing the same thing in Missouri. Really? And yeah. So same, same description, same cat following, and just, it, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure there's other tales out there, too. There could be an Okie comic in that. I oh, think for sure. so. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. The uh, Haunted Oklahoma, where can people find that? Uh, check it out. Amazon, uh, Barnes & Noble, uh, anywhere you like to pick up your books. It's uh, through Globe Pequot again, which is uh, part of Roman Publishing. So it's it's um, part of those big four companies that control almost everything that's in a bookstore. Yeah. You uh, recently finished, uh, I think it was, either, it was last month, you guys had the uh, uh, your convention uh, up in... I want to say Ponca City, but that's not uh, right. Blackwell, just down the road from Ponca yes. City. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I knew it was northern Oklahoma. How how the uh, how that go? Uh, it was very exciting. The Oklahoma Paranormal Association, with, uh, with a couple of other investigation teams, hosted a three-site investigation uh, in the library, the basement of uh, Barbecue Place, and and around Blackwell, uh, which you know, pretty small town, and, and people wouldn't think, but it was wild. They caught a full-body apparition in the library. They had chairs moving around, uh, EVP sessions. Uh, uh, they had three spirits that were communicating enough that they felt that uh, they were able to help them move on. So maybe That's not as awesome. exciting next time, but they, <laughs> the city is very excited and already booking uh, the next year's. So 2022 Blackwell Paracon. Check it out. And that was also side by side with it, brand new uh, with the anime con uh, mm -hmm. with uh, I can't I'm not gonna remember the name of it. But how did that go having that side by side with the Paracon? There was a lot of crossover, uh, especially uh, among younger folks. Mm -hmm. So which I say younger folks, I'm I'm still 14 basically. I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we all are. Right? Yeah, so you, you never grow out of being a geek. <laughs> That's right. And they so huge crossover between spooky stuff and comic stuff, mm -hmm. uh, and, and I think it meshed pretty well. Uh, they brought, they brought in some gamers too, some guys from Tulsa. Uh, who um, came a little late because they had gotten a phone call from the mayor of Tulsa saying, hey, we need to get more video game STEM stuff going on. What can you do for our city parks? So they, they are very busy for the next couple of years. Um, so there is some exciting stuff kind of all around in geekdom. That's awesome. On. All right, let's go. Yeah, go. Yeah. And I had one more thing. We are talking about geekdom and exciting things. Um, and I talked to you guys about this earlier. We have, I've actually been talking with a filmmaker about some point next year perhaps adapting garbage man into something whether it be a web series or a short film or maybe netflix yeah there's so. no shortage of filmmakers in this yeah. state it is mm -hmm. huge it's one of the reasons why i think film is booming here not mm -hmm. just from local people but national people coming in here because there's a, just this depth of talent in the yeah. state of oklahoma that has been ignored for a hundred years. Yeah, and as the uh, kind of the reverse of the Alan Moore Watchmen being the most unfilmable comic book of all time, <laughs> which I might agree with him, um, I made Garbage Man the most filmable comic book of all time. So I'm excited. Yeah, I mean to, it's literally mm -hmm. the costumes you can garbage sack on the head. garbage can. Just yeah. shoot it's it in the winter, please. Stuff you find in the alley. <laughs> that's right. And design. That's I think a lot of people are more because things are starting to become more film worthy. I think more mm -hmm. uh, comics creators are going. Okay, how would this look on mm -hmm. film? Because the problem with The Watchmen is it was never designed mm -hmm. to be on film. It was designed to be a yeah. comic book and nothing else. And I, I come at it as a cosplayer. Um, I try to design my costumes in a way that could be filmed, could be created. Mm -hmm. um, Thunderbolt has seams in his costume, which I don't think you see a lot in right. comic books. But yeah, Garbage Man, I made it. I actually made the costume myself because I wanted to see, could a dude with no experience hobble together a costume? And yeah, you can. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of duct yes. tape. Yeah. 
Fantastic. Uh, let's go around the horn and uh, just uh, Tanner, tell people where people can find you. Um, New Star Comics on Facebook and Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, I keep it pretty updated. Jeff? JeffProvine.com and on Facebook, uh, author Jeff Provine. Fantastic. Tyler? Uh, the Story Genie on Instagram. I don't update it as much as I should, but <laughs> that's where it is. The Story Genie. Fantastic. Yep. Guys, thank you so much for the show, coming to the show, and, uh, and good luck in start, starting this Saturday. Make sure to check out Kickstarter because it's going to be fantastic. Thanks for having us. Thanks. Yeah. So that's our show. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Okie Geek Podcast. Our theme music was produced by Monument Studios. You can find me on Twitter at KOSU, Michael C. And do you or someone you know have an event coming up? Well, please let us know so we can talk about it on our show. You can find us on Apple and Google Podcasts, as well as Spotify and Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure and subscribe, rate us, and leave a comment. Until next time, along with Tanner Fjordborn, Jeff Provine, and Tyler Tarleton, I'm Michael Cross, reminding you to keep calm and geek on.